Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I've got an interview with Pablo Blanco of Avinmed. We've you've heard of him before. You heard of his partner Johan not that long ago. Uh, the experts in social media and Google Ads and campaigns, um, Instagram. They run my my actual marketing for my practice in, in Boca Raton, and so I've uh, done a lot of work with them. And today is actually going to be the third of the three part installment on Facebook that we did. The first first one we did was on Facebook audiences, and we ha- showed you how to create audiences and give you the basics of that, because that's really where it starts, in my opinion. Uh, and then two, uh, the second one we did was on creating the actual ads, campaigns, ad sets, ads, those types of details. And then now this interview, I needed to bring someone on to to discuss this, because this is not in my wheelhouse. But this is how to monitor if your ads are doing what you want them to do, and if they're working, and if it's worth the money you're putting into them. And so uh, we dive deep into that. And it's uh, very informative, a lot of good information. Uh, really excited to get that to you. So uh, I'm I'm not going to belabor this intro on this particular episode. We're going to dive right into it with with Pablo, and we're going to uh, just really get into what you're looking at when you start creating these ads and seeing them run, and uh, if they're working or not. So enjoy. I hope you learn a few things. Just make sure to ask questions in the closed Facebook group at Modern Chiropractic Marketing Group if you have any questions. All right. Welcome to the show, Pablo. Um, I gave us a nice little introduction prior to our interview here. You've been on this show quite a few times. You and I work together quite a bit on my stuff, my private practice, and I know we share some mutual clients as far as you doing the marketing for some of the uh, chiropractors that I consult and coach with. So uh, I appreciate your time again today. Thank you. How's everything out there in California? Uh, Everything's great. Good. so you know working with a three-hour difference time zone with you but uh yeah you gotta figure that out sometimes now since you just moved there (laughs) um so i wanted to i wanted to dive into actually monitoring facebook results so i i've run a kind of a a three-part set here the first two were were me speaking solo uh, one on developing certain facebook audiences really uh, kind of narrowed it down for, for chiropractors. And then we talked a little bit about uh, campaigns, ad sets, and ads. And so now I wanted to have you on because I'm not that great at all uh, at monitoring and you're always at the cutting edge of it. So we've, we're the chiropractor. We've run the Facebook ad now. Uh, it's out there. It, uh, it's, it's been doing its thing. And we want to know, is it actually doing what we want to? Are we getting our money's worth? And so that's why I wanted you on the uh, podcast today. Perfect, perfect. And thank you for having me over. There's definitely a lot of information that we can share uh, with the group. And I think a lot of the uh, clients that not only we have, but that you work and, and we interact with uh, have a lot of great questions. And uh, we look forward to answering a lot of them uh, through this podcast. Yeah. So, you know, my audience is made up quite a few people. You know, we've got mostly chiropractors, the vast majority are chiropractors. And then some of them 
uh, are farming this stuff out to, to guys like you. So that's great. Um, and then there's some marketers that listen to this show. And so they might know some of this stuff as well, but I want, I want to talk to the chiropractor who's creating content consistently and is either running Facebook ads or is about to. Uh, so they're, they're kind of novice in the Facebook ad world. Uh, let's get them going. Let's get them running ads. Let's get them kind of monitoring. And then once they start uh, realizing they can delegate this out, uh, maybe bring in some more profits to, to, to delegate out, they can hire folks to, to do it for them. But let's, let's talk to that group of chiropractors today. So um, you, we, uh, before we got on this recording, we were kind of talking about, I just will we'll segue from uh, this particular question into the, the meat and potatoes of it. But you mentioned that in 2020, Facebook was looking to roll out some changes, but they kind of put it on hold a bit due to this COVID-19 stuff. So let's speak to that a little bit. Right. So there's, there's a few things that uh, Facebook platform had been working on, uh, obviously to the advantage of the advertiser, or in this case, you know, the, the, like you said, this, the small business owner was running his own show mm-hmm. and that is to get more engagement, right? To get more visibility. They had uh, considered uh, cross-targeting advertisement through WhatsApp, which is an application owned by Facebook, uh, but that uh, very quickly was sunset. Um, okay. You just uh, put that on the back burner. Right. Uh, there's also been changes on the way ads are ran, uh, the limit of ads that we can run for a campaign, and more importantly, the type of engagement that you have, if it's going to be clicks or impressions, video views, mm-hmm. how that then has to be converted to a conversion phase so then Facebook can actively uh, attract aggressively more viewers, right, to convert to your, to your page. Uh, which is now being automated on their behalf. Before it was a manual process and uh, people would kind of do all the work, but it was only 50% of the work. Yeah. Once they're getting the engagement, the clicks, the uh, communication, likes, shares, posts, and conversions, uh, you would then have to manually switch that campaign. So it's, it's being automated. And then a lot of it has to do with COVID and the changes that we've been taking on board uh, with marketing. You know, they, they definitely want to deter away any type of advertisement that is linked directly to COVID mm-hmm. uh, illness, sicknesses, and you trying to profit from it. Uh, so you also have to be very careful when it comes to paid advertisement and uh, marketing yourself uh, through a COVID-19 uh, strategy. Yeah. So let's, we'll put the COVID stuff aside a little bit right now. And then, you know, a lot of the chiropractors I talk to, they're, they're either writing a blog and, and it's on their website and they're trying to get people to that, or they're shooting video and they're trying to get video views, uh, or maybe they've got a lead generation. So, um, would you say the the campaign objective would, for that last one would be uh, conversion or would that be more lead generation? Let me take a break from the podcast for a minute, and I want to discuss my clinic, HealthFit Chiropractic and Sports Recovery, Boca Raton, Miami, Florida. We got two offices, and we just redid our site. We hired John Morrison and his team at Get Clear Sites to give us a great look, a clear message, compelling content. And, you know, I just love working with John, and and I know many of you do as well. Uh, John specializes in working with chiropractors, and he's got great pricing packages for all budgets. John promised me that if you mention the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show, or MCM, he will give you a great deal on your new site. So take a look at getclearsites.com and schedule a demonstration of their amazing platform. You won't regret it. It's user-friendly, looks amazing, and just is going to be a game changer for your practice.
So it would always start with lead generation, yeah. or in this case, you would start out with uh, the engagement, right? Yeah. Engagement, clicks, video views, mm-hmm. and that's through your learning phase if you're starting out a new ad. Yeah. After and, and this is the grayish area, but usually 10 to 15 conversions, right? From okay. video views and clicks, mm-hmm. then you can convert that same campaign into conversions. Facebook has a smart algorithm and it understands because they're looking for relevancy, not only on your page, but the engagement and then the conversions. And then Facebook basically puts you on steroids and says, hey, we're going to put you on the top. We already know the audience that you're engaging with and who's converting. And they have a pretty good idea on how to then target in a more aggressive format to a larger audience. And I think that's something that's the overarching theme here is the Facebook algorithm has gotten so smart and it does a lot of it uh, for people now, but now you obviously got to monitor it. So let me just make sure we're, we're correct. Let's say actually someone shot a video. Uh, Ultimately the goal is to, to get their say name and email address for whatever your, your target. Like for instance, right now I've got the low back course that we're running ads towards, but let's say you shot a video, you would, you would optimize it for video views out of the gates, right? That's, that's what you're saying. Correct. And then at, and at a certain point it would switch to conversion. Correct. Okay. When, when, and that happens after 10 or 15 uh, people do get to the site and convert. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So that, that's what you would be looking at. And people think in terms of a time frame, well, yeah. the time frame could be three to four days if you actively and very quickly engage with an audience, yeah. or it could take a couple of weeks. If it's taking you more than two, three weeks, then you know, you, 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 we call it kind of like a dead ad. Yeah. Uh, you you want to bury that one, sunset it, and then and start fresh. Okay. So you, yeah, if you haven't got that to that point at that, at that particular time frame, then you know it's not converting well or going, it's not going to. It's not going to, right. Okay. So that makes sense. So just to recap for our audience, you know, you've got the little video that you shot to try to get that again, this is the ultimate, the, the ultimate goal here. And what we're talking about right now is to get a name and an email address. Um, that would be a video view campaign objective. If it's actually working well at a, at, what was that time frame again? Again, in terms of time frame, we're looking more at the engagement versus okay. itself. Mm-hmm. So it could, it could be a video that can go viral in 24 hours and boom, you're done, right? You can go yeah. into the right away. What or, would, yeah. What would the time frame be that you could get a good idea of like, okay, this did or did not work? Seven to 10 business days. Seven to 10. Seven to 10 okay. business days. We, we have a rough idea. So you're looking at tops no more than two weeks. Perfect. Makes sense. Okay. So they did the video and let's say it obviously it, it did well. You got that in that seven to 10 days. They get enough people went to the, let's just call it a landing page. They, they signed up, got the email address. And now since it did do that, Facebook would switch it to a conversion objective, correct? Right. That's the new rollout that Facebook has uh, announced is they will automatically convert it. So you have to select and, and, mm-hmm. and allow them to convert it to conversions. Uh, but initially it will be for click video views right now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's perfect. That's one thing I was kind of mentioning before on a podcast is like, you know, Facebook knows people that tend to watch video. And if you shot a video and you optimize for video views, they're going to get that video in front of people. Obviously, as long as the content matches up the audience, you're, you're targeting. Um, so that's good. And, and so let's now 
take it back. So I think we covered that one pretty good. Like it's going to do it for you. If it hasn't done it in seven, 10 days, you probably need to switch up the copy, maybe a different video, maybe a different audience, right? Like those are the different things you would, you would tweak. Right. And, and I think you, the third uh, point or the last point you mentioned right now is probably the most important one, which is your audience. Yeah. Uh, there is a huge, and this, this could definitely be a, an entirely separate conversation that we have, but selecting the right audience and being able to get the right amount of people to engage, right? Because it's a numbers game at this point. If you're only reaching a thousand people, uh, your engagement may be very low. So we're looking at higher numbers. And there are ways that you can utilize uh, not only your existing patient database, but your website traffic and, and a few other items that we'll touch base in a little bit uh, that will help you grow those numbers in terms of engagement. Okay, so um, how much money do you think, in a, let's say it's working, how much money do you think you need to spend for a thousand engagements nowadays? It, it, it depends. It depends yeah. on, on your geographical area. Uh, mm. And I'll give you a, a very clear, simple, quick example. Uh, in New York, we go with a one mile radius and we can get anywhere between 8,500 to 13,000, right? Individual yeah. mm -hmm. on a daily basis with a budget of about seven to $10. Now, you would imagine for New York, that would be more expensive, but yeah. because it's such a dense community in the city, that at a very low cost, we can reach a large audience. Now, gotcha. if you go somewhere further down south, uh, those numbers change. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Um, all right. And so, you know, because obviously there's a situation where you could spend $500 on a particular ad and yeah, you might get those 15 conversions and it switches over to conversion, but how much did you spend per conversion, right? <laughs> And, right. uh, and I guess that number cost per conversion is going to be pretty variable depending on a lot of factors. Absolutely. And a lot of, a lot of it will have to, to do with the, the conversion itself uh, uh -huh. versus the cost because that's really how you drive your number. Uh, but it, essentially what you want to do is have a base and this could be pulled or extracted outside of paid advertisement. Just understanding how much work and, and, and financial effort is being put into bringing in a new patient into your practice. Yeah. You have a number. That, that number could be $89, right? It could be $50. So you're always going to be working at lowering that number. And that's a great point, you know, and that's why I always, when I work with chiropractors, I really want them to know their numbers because, yeah, if you sold a $10,000 item, you know, you could spend $5,000 on Facebook ad and get one customer to, that converted into buying and you did great versus if your new patient value, like for every new patient comes in, averages $1,000, you want to know that versus the chiropractor that it's worth 500. And so if it's worth 500 and you're spending, you know, $500 on Facebook ads in a month and you, and you got really just one or a campaign, and you got one new patient, you kind of broke even. Now there's other things like, you know, awareness and there's a lot of things that go out there that help. So it's hard to have a direct ROI on that, but it's good to know your numbers. Absolutely. So, okay, perfect. So let's now go back to video views because sometimes like you may just create content that's video and it's really educational and you're just optimizing for video views. You're not sending them to sign up for anything. You're just really trying to educate. Uh, I do that a fair amount. Now, uh, what's the scenario where like, what are you monitoring there? Obviously, I guess video views, but are you mo also monitoring how many people saw a certain percentage of that video? Right. So, so that goes in a two-step process. The first one being uh, the individual, the content creator, right? Mm -hmm. uh, creating a video. And like you said, this video could be used just for views. You're not trying to capture any information or data from them. Right. But 
you are putting this video out for, in this case, a large audience, and you want to get video views. Now, Facebook does have uh, some metrics that you can look at, and you learn a lot from it. You learn how much time, percentage-wise or time-wise, individuals uh, watched or interacted with your video. Mm -hmm. And we typically want to make sure that that is a high percentage and you're not being dropped off, you know, 5% five, 5 into watching the video, everyone's dropping off. Yeah. Your introduction was either poor, needs improvement, or needs to be uh, modified. Uh, and then we look at anywhere between 30, 35 to 55 engagement percent-wise. Mm -hmm. uh, you you want to make sure that your hook is within that range, right? So if you're going to give me that elevator pitch, we want to make sure that viewers are getting your elevator pitch before they drop off. Gotcha. So those are clear indicators that you're doing and, and you have an engagement or the, the right engagement through your video and you're delivering the right message mm -hmm. to keep them uh, actively watching the video. Okay. And I know it might be hard without showing somebody, but where do they actually find that information? The video so on, when you go to your ad set and you click on, on the, that particular ad on the mm -hmm. video, uh, there are metrics that you'll see on the right side. There's a column as well that you can uh, drop down from mm -hmm. and you can then select um, on the on that drop down to give you the information for video views, the percentage wise time. Perfect. So pretty easily accessible. If, if you created the ad, Mm -hmm. uh, you can definitely go back in there and under the engagement column, just do a drop down yeah. and then select the uh, performance. And you can even select the clicks, performance and clicks. We utilize performance and clicks a lot yeah. and it'll tell you how, how well, you know, your audience engaged with that video. Perfect. Now I did mention earlier that that was a two-step process. Mm -hmm. Being the first one, you want to focus on learning and understanding how effective your videos are. Mm -hmm. And looking at this data is going to, it will definitely give you a clear insight as to how well or poorly you did on the video. So when you create the next one, you can do a better job. Okay. My recommendation is don't, don't put out five, seven videos at a time. Yeah. Learn from the first one to, to make the second one better and the third one. And you'll see a lot of improvement throughout uh, each video as you make those, those modifications. Do you give it a few days to learn or longer or how, how long? Uh, for the videos, we look anywhere between seven to 10 days. Okay. Right. And at that point, you should get a very clear idea uh, once a week rolls out uh, what the engagement is like. But again, you can always go back to your ad set. Yeah. And given the criteria that you identify for your audience. Yeah. It'll tell you how many views you should be expecting on a daily basis. Perfect. And then is there a, um, is it still three, three seconds is considered a video view? Three seconds is still considered a video view. Yeah. Uh, but again, can you deliver a message in three seconds? <laughs> no. Okay, so like, let's uh, just take that number, it's, even though it's a faulty number. Um, is there a dollar amount that's pretty good per video view? Uh, when you start looking at the audience, you'll mm -hmm. see uh, that it, we've run video, at, including for your practice, uh, where our budget is $3 a day, right? On yep. engagement, we have a high number of re-engagement. Mm -hmm. Or, we can run them anywhere between seven to $10 a day or yeah. about 10 to 15 days. So again, it, it, those numbers are always driven by, again, it's a numbers game. Yeah. If you put $5 into it versus $15 for 10, 15 days, yeah. what is your audience itself going to be? Are you going to get 15,000 views? Are you going to get 25,000 views? Mm -hmm. If those numbers are really low, then you need to reevaluate re your audience or your budget. It's going to be one of the two. 
Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our first sponsor. This is going to be Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years. We've worked hand-in-hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else uh, to do this search engine optimization. She does a great job. There's there's so much to it. A lot of a lot of the lingo and the words are beyond my uh, comprehension, but it's just amazing work that she does. And if you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself as a chiropractor. So I, you, you just have to have this type of stuff done. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing and Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results. Your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review. Yeah, and I'm sure if you start doing this for a bit, you can start comparing vi- different videos and you say, oh, I spent $50 on all of these videos. I got 10 and you can see which ones have performed better with the same ad spend as well. Correct. And then kind of learn, like, why, why do you think that was? Like, was it the topic? Was it the the substance of the video? Was the copy better on that? Or was the audience picked better? Was it a narrow niche and more interest? Like, there's a lot of variables, but you'll start to get the point. Right. Perfect. Okay. So is there anything else with video views strictly that we need to talk about or should we move on to the, the next part? No, I think uh, we, we touched every, every point there. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, mm-hmm. focus on one video at a time, look yeah. at the data, right? Learn from it and then create the second video. Don't overwhelm yourself with too many videos at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, make sure that the audience that you're selecting for each, each ad that you're creating uh, has, has a pretty high number of uh, yeah. visibility and impressions on a, on a daily basis. That's right? like one of the, one of my, one of the things I've talked about in the past that I've always liked was the idea of kind of the video funnel or whatever you want to call it. But it's just like, you could have a campaign around a topic and let's just say four different videos around, uh, you know, uh, running injuries and video one, you run for a couple weeks, video two, you run for a couple weeks, but you can also retarget anybody that watched a certain percentage of video one. And then you, the next two weeks is video three and you could obviously retarget some people that saw one and two, right? Like I like doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And so that seems to be a, a good way to, to get people to kind of go from cold lead to warm lead and just really start to buy into some of your content. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. And then let's go to the, let's say we wrote a blog and we put it on our website and we want to get people to our website. We've got a, a nice, really robust blog that we did and we're running an ad towards that. So we would, we would optimize that for traffic. Is that correct? Correct. We would optimize it for traffic. And again, if the blog itself is just informative, mm-hmm. then that's all it is. Really, yeah. that's all that it is. If you have some sort of a conversion strategy through your blog, then at one point, if you get enough engagement on it, you definitely want to make sure that it's optimized for conversions. Perfect. Yep. So it's kind of like we were talking about with the videos. It's like, yeah, you may just be looking at that 
pure education and providing content. Uh, but then at a certain point, if you're also doing that and you're trying to get, a, you know, information from the person or then to take action, uh, you would, it would switch if it's an effective, uh, ad. Right. Perfect. So a lot of the same information there. Uh, we're looking at clicks, right? Mm -hmm. and, in, and are we also looking at impressions for that? Uh, we look at, well, yeah, it, it's all tied together. We look at yeah. impressions, clicks, we look at the engagement mm -hmm. and engagement is internal through Facebook, right? Yeah. The comments, the likes, the shares, mm -hmm. right? Those all tied together. And then there's another component that Facebook does internally. And that is the relevancy or the score that they give, not only with your ad, but with mm -hmm. the landing page, or in this case, the blog that you're writing. We want to yeah. make sure that we're comparing apples to apples. So if your blog is about running and perhaps, uh, you know, running stretches, mm -hmm. then your ad definitely needs to imply from line one that, you know, the link is to or is driven for a runner uh, for running stretches, right? Yeah, perfect. So there is a relevancy score there as well. So they still do the relevancy score on the ads? They, they do. They, yeah. they, so there's three, three components. One, they're looking at the engagement. Right off the bat, they want to see how engaging is your ad. Yep. Because they want to make sure that it's, it's something that, that's meaningful to people. Second, they're looking at the engagement. So people are seeing it, but yeah. are they liking it? Yeah. Are they you know, sharing it? Are they writing any questions, comments? What are your hours? Are you located in this area? Will this apply for the rest of the month or throughout the year? Uh, if I purchase this item now, can I you know, gift it to somebody? All those comments that you get. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. questions, but Facebook ranks you on that as well. Yeah. Because you want to make sure that if they're going to go after aggressively, once you hit that, that conversion or that, that, that breaking point and they put you on the conversion phase that they can aggressively go after the right audience with a meaningful ad. Perfect. And then the last is the relevancy, relevancy score. What's a good score on that about? I would say always like seven of 10. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. And that's what you're, you're looking after. And, and that's, that's just meaning. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that's going to be married or, or tied to, again, the comment, likes, impression, clicks. Mm -hmm. But that relevancy score is going to be based on the content that you have on your ad yeah. and the content that's on your page. So if you're data mining your ad and looking for particular phrases or keywords like we use on Google Ads, then those have to be relevant on the landing page as well with your URL, with your videos, your images, your titles, H1s. Perfect. That's great. So they're still, still doing that. And again, I know this is a, a hard answer or a hard question to answer, but let's just say we, you know, we did the blog, we put it on our website, we're spending 50 bucks on it in, in seven days. Um, is there a range that you want to look at to say, yeah, we've got a fair amount of people going to the site for, oh, for $50? You'll see that right away. I mean, there, there's there's individuals that will that will see you know 75 page views with yep. 50 dollars, and I would say that's ranked poorly. Yeah, we have some that are 250 to 750 page views for 50 dollars. Perfect. And you say, wow, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Now, again, on a two-step process, was this blog driven for content and information only? That's mm -hmm. fine. But then that also leaves uh, or gives you leeway for the second step, which is how do then we re-engage with those individuals mm -hmm. with something that is actionable, right? Exactly. And that's where you can then, so this is a good point to trans, uh, transition because I get this question a lot and that's say the, the pixel, right? That's right. the pixel on your, on your website. So you could, 
if you drive a lot of people to that web, to that blog and to that particular uh, landing page, whatever it is, wherever the information is, and you do that for a period of time, you're going to be able to pixel people and then that can be its own audience, correct? Correct. Absolutely. And there are four areas that we look at when it comes to building an audience, the pixel being number one, it's an audience that's you're holding on your hands. You yep. literally hold this audience on your hands. The second one is your patient database. Mm-hmm. You also hold that, right? You yep. have holding that. And the third one would be, it gets a little more creative with the platform, but you build a lookalike audience from yeah. your and from your patient database. Yep. And then the fourth one, which is the first one people start off with is the interests, right? So mm-hmm. people that are interested in, in sports, yep. athletics, yep. and you know, fill in the blank. So those, those would be the four, four areas that we do for high numbers, but pixel yeah. being extremely important. Number one, where do, would video views be another one or did it fall into something? Absolutely. So okay. that would be, uh, not on the interest side, but when you're yep. creating, uh, the audiences, you can mm-hmm. select anyone in this case, if the, if the blog was about runners and yeah. now you have a particular offer for anyone that, you know, may have rolled an ankle has, or mm-hmm. experiences, you know, plantar fasciitis symptoms, and then you run uh, an ad for that. You can select anyone that watched the running video. Yeah right? At 25 or 50%, you know, now could you run one ad and, uh, on that one ad target the pixel and also your email list and also a particular video, uh, people that watch video. Absolutely. And that, and that those are the most, because again, it's a numbers. Game. Mm-hmm. So if you go ahead and you select a two mile radius from your practice and you say target all runners and you only get 500 people, yeah, you scratch your head and think, well, how, how am I going to convert, you know, enough people here to get enough business? Mm-hmm. Well, you go with your pixel, everyone that's gone to your website or that has gone to a specific page on your website. You go with your patient database, so you're retargeting those individuals, bringing existing business back into your practice, right? You create a lookalike audience, mm-hmm. and then you go with the interest, video views, and immediately that, you know, two to 500 uh, reach becomes 2,500. In some cases, we've seen it go up plus 10,000. Oh, for sure. And that's where it's like, if you create a lot of good content and you, and you provide them a lot of value, you're building up an audience. If you're getting them to your website, if you're, you know, getting emails, like it's just all about building up that audience so that when you run future ads, these are people that already are starting that know, like, and trust. Right. Perfect. I like it. And then, you know, I know for me, I'm, I'm real big into when you and I sit down to develop our strategy for my clinic is like, okay, I want to run some ads to get new people uh, into my world here. Uh, and then I also want to run some ads to my email list. And, and I do that a lot. So that's just that top of mind awareness for people that have already been in my practice because I can get more reactivations and even sometimes retention. So I usually run those kind of dual strategies on that and that's been beneficial. And, and so my question, and, and I, I think I know your answer because you mentioned it, if you're trying to target new people, that 1% lookalike of your, of your audience already, that's a pretty strong one, right? Yep. Yeah. 2% as well. 2% too, right? Yep. And explain that a little bit to us. Uh, so, so the way the lookalike audiences work, and, and again, extremely important to have that pixel uh, mm-hmm. installed or embedded on your website as, as soon as the website goes up. If, if, if you haven't done it by now, do it today. 
you know, get, get it done. Uh, because moving forward, any traffic that's going to your website, even when, when you feel your ad has not been effective, will be effective in the future because you can retarget those individuals. Right? Definitely. So you're not missing out on them. Um, so that's one. And then the second one is, uh, if you go back to your question, uh, Kevin, can you ask me that again? Yeah, basically with the... Um with the 1%, 2% lookalike, you're really trying to uh, get people that uh, look like your, your audience, right? Like their, their psychographics and hobbies and all that. That's what it basically is uh, targeting. So what you're doing is you're grabbing your patient database. Yeah. Right? You have 3,000 individuals. Uh, you load them onto the database and then you say, find me individuals that have at least a 2% you know, range different from my existing patient database and go after them. Yep. You can do Perfect. the same for your Facebook page, for your Instagram page, mm -hmm. and for your website views. So that's anyone that visited your website, your patient database, Instagram, and Facebook, you can create a lookalike audience, and those would be two different ads. Yeah. You want to target the individuals that have been there, and then you want to have separate another ad set that's targeting those individuals that look alike or mirror those individuals. Perfect. I like it. That's uh, good information. And if you're, you know, if someone's wondering how to do a pixel, just to go back to that for a second, you know, your web person can do that. Your marketing person should be able to do that. It's got access to that. You could probably YouTube it. So <laughs> uh, it's probably too hard to just explain over, over a podcast. Uh, but I think this was great. I'm really, I really appreciate your time with this. It's just, there's more to it than in just running an ad. You can have some strategy to it. You may have to listen to this episode twice because I know we rolled through it a lot of different things, but you'll start to get the idea of like building this audience and creating content. You're the days of running a Facebook ad and getting, you know, 21 new leads in the next day, for a chiropractor, probably gone. And then most of, most of my audience are not going to be the ones that are going to run the $27 adjustment and full spine ad and, and try to entice them in. Uh, so it's really more about creating really good content consistently that's got the right message, the right audience, running the ads and doing it the right way, like we just explained in building that audience and monitoring and making sure it's happening. And then you're going to have an asset. And, it, and I just want to touch on this. It will be the one thing I talk about with this COVID-19 thing. I'm trying to get away from it as much as I can, but um, I saw a lot of chiropractors all of a sudden realize they needed to start running content on Facebook and Instagram. They never were before, but then they realized, holy crap. And they started doing it. And then I had a lot of people reach out to me because it really wasn't as effective as they were hoping because they just never did anything prior to, to actually build any type of audience. Is that something that you saw as well? Absolutely. We did. And like I mentioned earlier, Facebook internally does uh, weed out anyone that is trying to advertise or market utilizing that as their point of reference for their yeah. marketing strategy. Yeah. Uh, and then two, uh, the reason why we do all of this and like we mentioned before even if the ad is ineffective having your pixel and your audience is built right will allow you to then uh, utilize or reutilize that audience for, mm. for a better engagement um, ad set right exactly uh, yeah so it's important to to just just keep that in mind that the, the person or the individual that is out there uh, building the right content consistently and engaging with an audience whether it's through a paid format or an organic format uh, can always have the benefit of growing a lot faster and more effectively. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. You got to get at it because it will work over time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you'll, you'll develop an audience. And then when weird stuff happens like this, 
you won't be left stranded. So um, I need to have you do a, you and I do like a video tutorial of some of this for the Chiropractic Success Academy. That's kind of where we do a lot of our video tutorials in there. And that'd be great to have you. I know that you and I work with a lot of chiropractors together. I always appreciate your time. Um, how, if someone's interested in reaching out to you, how can they get a hold of you? They can certainly shoot me an email, pablo at avonmed.com. You can visit our website, avonmed.com, uh, or they can just give me a phone call, phone that's, number or something like that as well. Yeah, yeah that's A-V-A-N-M-E-D. I'll put that in the show notes. Thanks again for your time. I know you and I will be chatting here soon, and we'll get you on the, the, episode, on the podcast in the near future again. It sounds good, Dr. Christy. All right. Before you go, this is Kevin again. I want to invite you to our new website, modernchiropracticmarketing.com. It's the same URL as before, but we completely revamped it. Uh, we've got a really well-developed blog on there now where we've got guest contributors and myself putting blogs on there at least a couple times a month and good information. We've got the podcast on there with the links to download it, but also each show now has very well-developed show notes links and the transcript in it so you can get all that information there if there's anything you heard on the episode it's all found right into there so we've got a nice uh, podcast section for it and then also you'll see on the home page we've got some other ways you can uh, get the content from us obviously there's a podcast i really encourage you to subscribe uh, there's also you can request to join the free facebook group that is also called the modern chiropractic marketing uh, group and that is free and request to join you do have to be a chiropractor there's a couple questions you'll answer but a lot of good information there so we'd love to have you inside there uh, next we have the chiropractic success academy which you can enroll in uh, for many parts of the year you have to join a wait list and then we do we open it up the next time it's being open is uh, in october of, of 2019 and so if you're hearing this uh, now uh, you just join the wait list. We'd love to have you inside there. And then lastly, um, there is some one-on-one -on -one coaching, which we're calling uh, the MCM Mastery. And that's because I am helping you master the principles of the uh, of what we discuss uh, in all the, you know, the, the podcast, the Facebook group, and giving you a clear path to implementing this in your practice and ultimately optimizing it and automating it making your your practice predictable as far as uh, cash flow and so there'll also a lot be a lot of business uh, coaching and accountability uh, presently that is filled i have a limited amount of people i can help out and i want to make sure that when i am helping out chiropractors one-on-one -on -one, i can give them my full attention so i had to cap it at a certain number but feel free to fill out the form request uh, do spots do open up and so you can ask me and I'd love to have you if there is a spot there, so check that out. And uh, I hope you find this website, and especially the content aspect of it that we develop, uh, very useful for you. My, my goal always is to uh, provide you with as much free information as possible. And, uh, and then we could take it from there. If you need the dots to be connected a little bit more, that's why we have the Chiropractic Success Academy and the, MC, and the MCM Mastery. Talk to you next episode.